This podcast contains adult language. DigitalDaren.com. Today is October 18, 2020, and the Braves lost yesterday and continued the fashion of Atlanta teams losing. So what we're debating on is running our iconic Forever I Hate Atlanta podcast with Mr. M.O.B. and Lynn himself, where they talk about fanhood and what Atlanteans or ATL should do with their fanhood. Really good podcast. We're waiting on some feedback to see if the fans want to see us re-release that podcast, but we're gonna take a. We're gonna go a different way. We're gonna still talk about some of the stuff that's been going on in Atlanta sports. I got Calhoun because we haven't heard his take on Dan Quinn and some of the other things. So what's up, homie? What's going on, my guy? Chilling. So it's been a while since we heard from you for Calhoun standards. It's been, been forever. We've been right here shucking and jiving, and now we're getting back on track, bro. So let's get it in. Yeah. So to our listeners, we're trying to aim for doing a podcast. Every week that drops on Tuesday. That's our goal. And if not now, start next year, we'll hit that goal. But we're trying to aim for doing a podcast every week. And we'll have a, also for our Patreon listeners a Patreon podcast too. So that's the goal. But We're back in the lab. Yeah, we're back in the lab. But, I mean, Atlanta teams give you so much to go in the lab for, right? Well, the city of Atlanta gives you so much to go in the lab for, right? So It, uh, it always does. Always does. It's never good. So. It never is. So, where do you want to start? L- let me ask you that. There's so much that's done went on. Right. Let's do this. It's interesting. So, great things happen as far as with Dan Quinn. So, it's interesting. The Falcons fired Dan Quinn, but the motherfucker got a job with the Braves the following week. <laughs> so, that's interesting. That's how it goes. We always recycle each other. I mean, it's just a, it's just a carousel here. So, it's interesting how, we, how everything keeps playing out. And it's interesting being an Atlanta fan. I was thinking about this the other day. We have podcasts. I think we have a podcast of the worst day in Atlanta sports. Remember that? It's like we have two versions. We have, we have we have two different versions. We have one where the Falcons, Braves, and Hawks lost all in the same day. Right. And then we have the 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 one that trumps everyone is when the Falcons lost the Super Bowl. Right. And there's many other times where we don't come in, but we had one of those weekends yet again. Because let's be honest, Georgia Tech played this weekend, played Clemson. Clemson been knocking down the doors, averaging 40-something points. But when you come down here to Atlanta, we always get a little extra. Them sons of bitches put up 73 points on Georgia Tech. And what did Georgia Tech check? What they put up? Was it was it 60? Was it 40? Was it 30? Them motherfuckers put up seven points. So, yay, Tech. I mean, it go back to what our coach said in high school, right? Like, we were playing a juggernaut team. And he was like, basically, well, he drew all the positions on the board. I've told this story on here a couple of times. But he drew an L for S. And, you know, we were sitting there like, what? And he was like, a D. And then we like, a D. And then the M. We like, an M. And he was like, some of y'all will let anybody come in your house, fuck your mom, rape your sister, kick your dad ass, and have your faggot brother waiting on them. You know what I'm saying? And that's exactly what 
Georgia Tech did, right? Like, the whole point of that story was you got to have pride no matter who it is or what accolades they come with. You got to have pride in what you have. And 73 to 7 shows very little pride. That city of Atlanta, the state of Georgia has very little pride when it comes to sports. Has none. And it's, it's disgusting and disturbing. Uh, and, and not only do the fans deserve better, but the leagues deserve better. Like, there's no team, like, the ACC deserve better than a team like Georgia Tech in it. Like, everything deserves better, right? Roaches deserve better. The rats at the Coliseum deserve better than that team. The grass on the field deserve better than them clouds on top of it. The shoes deserve better than them bum players that's in them. The jersey, like, it, 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 it's just, it's all bad. None of them motherfuckers deserve to be in any of that thing. And that's what you get, 73-7 to 7 in the same conference? That's, that's laughable. You have no business losing to that. It's not like you had it was another team, right? It's not like they played the MEAC and Clemson went on ahead and did that. You're in the same team right down the street. You got the same resources. Same resources. And then you get Georgia and Corona Nick, St. Nick, which is interesting to me, the motherfucker had Corona couple days ago, and now he's cleared the coach. What happened to your quarantine? So, you know, the listeners don't know. Everybody who's been listening knows that out of all these sports, college football is my first love. But unbeknownst to the listeners, I've boycotted college football this year. And this could be a separate podcast where we talk about why. But Yeah, we need to do a podcast on that. Yeah. That'll be another Yeah, we'll do another podcast on that. But the long story short is the politics of college football. And so, the I was Saturday. I was at my nephew's birthday party at a um, trampoline park, and Georgia game was on. And what I'm more, I'm so disgusted with Georgia as a team, as a fan base. Like Lenny Self hates Georgia fans, and I can see why. I used to, I can understand teams love their team and be obnoxious about that team, but Georgia fans are overly so. Like. It, they, they just don't – they're in a bad position that they're better than most teams but not as good as the elite teams. And they're in a funky position because that's been how it is for the past 40 years, right? They're better than most but not as good as the top teams. And it's funny because the top teams basically flip, right? And Georgia's still always in that same – looking below certain people but looking up at certain – they're still in that middle-class role and they don't know how to get out of it. And so – Kirby Smart is going to be here for a long time, but ultimately he isn't the coach to win to do this because this is all a reflection of doing how he couldn't handle Justin Fields. Because if he handled Justin Fields, Justin Fields be the quarterback right now. Justin Fields be quarterback. Everybody's hating because they got Stetson Bennett, who was a fourth string as the quarterback. This is a reflect direct reflection of Kirby Smart not handling the Justin Fields situation and him not knowing how to use black quarterbacks. Point blank, period. And I'm fine if you don't go with black quarterbacks. If you just want to stick with a Jake Fromm and roll your dice with those type quarterbacks, fine, well and good. Don't bother me at all. But you cannot blame that game on Stetson Bennett because it was no difference between Stetson Bennett and the Alabama quarterback. Matt Jones is not a he probably won't get drafted, but what he's smart enough to do or what they're smart enough to do is get every position player worth a damn in college on their team, and Georgia don't do that. And Georgia lose the same way every time. 
they receivers are a step behind everybody else, and they can't really do anything when it's time to step up. So, did you see the game? Hey, man, listen, listen. I wasn't gonna take in, but so much of Atlanta Georgia sports this weekend. And I was, I seen some, of, I seen some of the Georgia Tech game, and my mouth was on the floor. Like, how are you doing this? The Georgia game, I already knew what that was gonna be. I wasn't in the mood to watch Tech get blown out 73-7 and then watch them bombs lose and then come back the next day because the Braves lost Saturday as well. I told my wife, they were 3-1, I told my wife, like, they're not root for them. She up there, ah, she doing the chopping, like, hey, it's our time and buying Braves jerseys and stuff. I said, you better not. No, I told first lady, I said, huh? Man, you could you could look in my closet right now. I don't have an Atlanta nothing in there. She bought my oh, son. Michael Vick jersey. She bought our son. Oh, she bought God. me some stuff. She, I'm telling you, she was like, "Hey, this our time." Ah, like she just, "Hey, Atlanta's my new adopted city. I had my kid. I got married. I love the city. The Braves are the team everybody trusts." I was like, "You better not trust them. Do not trust she them." She knew here. She knew. She, don't worry. Give it a minute. <laughs> she been here ten I told years. Somebody today. That's new. We, we, you get that. You get over the twenty-five mark. You'll see. I remember when I was a kid, a teenager. I was a older man when I was going to uh, my religious events, and he told me then. He said, "You see all this gray hair in my head?" I said, "Yeah." He said, "I got this from the Braves, the Falcons, and the Hawks." That's why I got all this from. Over the years, room for the Braves, Falcons, and the Hawks. Georgia Tech and Georgia. I'm telling you right now, man. Do you even count? Like when they lose now, it's, it don't even sting no more. I, I watched. I did. I watched three innings of the Braves game. That's because it was on the restaurant where we ate. I, I'm not falling for it. The Falcons. My son. Our son plays soccer on Sunday. That's what I'm doing on Sundays. Y'all take what I take every week. I say what happened with the Falcons. I just seen the score at halftime. Seen the score at the end of the game. Don't worry. We're gonna we're gonna put a pin on them clowns in a minute too. You know what I'm saying? Georgia Tech. I'm boycotting college, so I'm not seeing none of it. If I saw a total of an hour worth of sports this weekend, that would surprise me, let alone Atlanta sports. Like, I was sitting there telling my wife, like an old wise man, don't fall for it. Don't you fall for don't it. Don't do it. Don't do it. I, I, I'm going to tell you what I do. Now, like, the score is just appalling to me with Georgia Tech. That was just ridiculous. 73? 73? <laughs> the only thing I do now is, like, they lost? Hmm. I seen. I went to bed last night. I was over there with Major, me, Lenny's elf, Pie, his brother. We were watching it. We were watching. We were flipping between the Brave game and the Sunday night game. God, we. I got sauced off my ass. I came home. I ate. I didn't stay up and watch the Braves. I went to bed. It'd be like the seventh inning or something. I woke up this morning to a text and I looked on Facebook and I seen a couple. You no, know, Sam and his brother still love it. And so I sitting like, I'm sick of this shit. I thought to myself, how could you at this point expect anything different? So one of my friends is a freak and a weirdo. They love some deviant sexual stuff. They love dumbs and subs and all that other stuff. BSDM and, you know, one of our friends. That's not like me. <laughs> okay, so I want to put your business out there. So you like a whole bunch of... Freaking weirdo stuff. You love punishment and pain. Stuff. I'm a little out of the lifestyle. That's what it is. So I spank bitches from time to time. 
I don't see the problem. There ain't nothing wrong with it. So you know what you are. If you're an Atlanta fan, you a sub. No, you're a masochist. That's <laughs> what they call that. They're masochist. That's someone who enjoys pain. That's someone who's just living it. They're, they're pseudo-masochists. They love it. The Sam and his brother have been here long enough to know to better. To know better. So they're over there 25 years more, like you said. So they enjoy pain. What's that term? Masochist. But there's no way, if you've been here, if you've been here before 2000, there's no way you should be even remotely surprised, baffled, invested into the Hawks, Braves, Falcons, Bulldogs, Georgia Tech, Dream, none of that. And I'm about to count that bullshit soccer team. Who gives a damn? But no, you shouldn't be involved. The Dream started doing that shit. Dream, them all went like back to back up. Went to the uh, finals in the WNBA finals like three times. I they had whooped all three times. Don't I don't I don't even I don't even invest myself into the shenanigans of Atlanta sports. No, I watch it because with the rest of us, I don't invest myself in that. The Braves had a three one lead, man. They had a 3-1 series lead, sir. How do you lose a 3-1 series lead? i tell you how you lose it. Easy work. is when you have Dan Quinn, I'm sorry, Schnicker as the manager. And this is, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It, it doesn't make any sense to me. So, you know what's most disappointing than the teams nowadays? Like, I've reserved the fact the teams are going to lose. Like, I'm, they, in my mind, they're going to lose. You know what's more disappointing than that? What? The Atlanta sports media. Mark Bradley, who's been a, a columnist on the AJC since I've been able to read. Do you know his? T- you know what his column was today about the Braves? What was it? I'm going to read the title to you so you don't think I'm lying. Unlike other... Atlanta disappointments, the Braves lose with honor. Interesting. It's disappointing. That's why they keep losing. Because nobody holds their feet to the fire. Your kid keep acting an asshole. And you keep going, well, maybe he'll change it. As long as you don't give him that spanking, and I, yeah, I believe in corporate punishment. As long as you don't whoop the child, the child gonna keep fucking up and fucking off. As long as you don't address the issue, let's call out all these motherfuckers. Not just Mark Bradley, but ninety-two nine game and fucking what is it, six fifty the fan? All these lying, corporate, shrill, ballless pieces of shit. Let's call all of them out. Who go around here sucking dick? I heard ninety-two nine last night. One of the motherfuckers was talking about if the Falcons could turn it around. It wouldn't be time to blow it up. We have a nicer schedule. We could win a few. We, we had already lost six games, and maybe we could talk about tanking. But at five, you could make it go ten and six, nine. And, are you out your fucking mind? We haven't played the Saints. We haven't played Tampa Bay. We haven't played Kansas City. We haven't played Green Bay. Like, what are you talking about? Why aren't you talking about tanking for sunshine? Like, what are we doing? Y'all don't want to. What are we 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 reserve a space for mediocrity at every turn. We're always so elated 
with just enough. How the fuck is it? And honorable mention, we lost last year, like around this time. Let's so, get to the NLCS. They was one step away from the NLCS and lost in Game Five of a five-game series at home. Historically, here's the real part of this: not only do we lose, but the embarrassment, the embarrassing way, and the bullshit way they lose. That's the real problem. They never lose going out fighting. Oh, it's amazing. The motherfucker set records. Yeah, so like the other week. Somebody broke a record for number of runs in one inning. It was against the Braves. It was the Dodgers against the Braves for having ten run inning. You know who else was in? You know who the third team on that record list? The Atlanta Braves two years ago or last year, last whenever. Year. Yeah, yeah, last year with the Cardinals when they broke that record first inning and they had eleven runs in the inning. Yeah, yeah, the Atlanta fucking Braves, the Falcons, four hundred and forty teams. That was up. In that manner, with no turnovers, no one ever lost. Well, just wait a minute. Here we come. No oh, my beer. Never had a 25-point uh, uh, deficit and came back in the Super Bowl. Falcons will. No teams have went overtime in the Super Bowl. Falcons did. Shit's ridiculous, bro. And you get it from all... It, people don't realize because they don't keep talking about 28-3, right? But folk don't realize in that same year, Georgia lost the fucking college national championship. That was the same year. Falcons lost in February. When was that? When did uh, the Bulldogs lose? In February as well, wasn't it? They lost in January. Falcons lost in February. Right. What are we... Fuck out of here. And that's what happens. I, I put today. And I'm the only sports city I know where the fans, if you're a true fan, you root against them. You, you, know, you want to, Who here don't want the Falcon to lose? It's going to be good for your draft pick. We've been talking about, man, we need to lose all these games. That's the only way we can get Dan Quinn and Thomas Dimitri off out of here. We had to lose for us to win. We got to lose for us to win. And now the Braves in no man's land. Well, the baseball is such a tricky thing. And, like, the problem with these people are the Braves are young. You know who was saying that? Pittsburgh Pirates when they had Doug Drayback, Barry Buzz, and Bobby Bonilla. Andy Vlance, like, we're young. That shit don't come across. Like, that don't mean nothing. Baseball is such a marathon-type thing. Young doesn't matter. Because you know what? The Yankees are going to reload next year. Boston, those teams don't have. You can't have two years where you ain't winning with them. Right. Shit. You can't have two years with the Dodgers. If the Dodgers don't win this, they're going to fire the manager. He, they going to be back. San Francisco always hang around one way or another. St. Louis in the mix always. You, these teams don't take that shit. Hey, it's been three years. We need to be going deep in the St. Louis every four years. They probably in the NLCS, if not the World Series. You're right. It's not about how old you are. It's about your time and your opportunity. This was the time. This was the opportunity. Now is the time. Shit, hell. Look, if the family, if you don't got to look, look, if the Braves ain't got to look no further than the fucking Braves. We went to 14 fucking, how many we won? 14 in a row, right? 14 straight. 
14 straight. Everybody was just saying, we'll get it next year. We'll get it next year. Them bastards went. I told my wife, they've been going to the playoffs consistently for 25 or 30 years of my life. Since we were little boys. We've been on a, you said, we've been on a little break going to the playoffs. It's 2020, 1991 when they broke through. That's 30 years. If you born in 1991, you will be 30 next year. And that's how long the Brave been going to the playoffs and got one fucking title to show for it. Right. Don't come with that dumb shit. You take your opportunity. Now, some of these opportunities, that's what's so egregious about the Falcons. They fucking blew their opportunity and they taught themselves into they can, you can't get those opportunities back. You don't have we don't have programs like that. We don't cheat. We don't do the stuff that winning teams do. Maybe something in the fucking water. I don't know. But you have to jump on those chances. And as a fan base, you said it best. You got to hold these fuckers to the fire when they don't jump on their fan base. Snickers should be fired for blowing a 3-1 lead. You know what happened when the Yankees blew that 3-1 lead to Boston? They fired that motherfucker and brought in a new manager. That's what you do in these situations. You know, 28-3, you fire Dan Quinn ass. I said on the podcast, you bring another motherfucker. They're not going to be up 28-3 in the Super Bowl level again under Dan Quinn. So why keep them? They're not going to, Ray's not going to be up 3-1 on nobody in NLCS again. Why keep Strickle? Snickle, whatever his name is. Why keep him? Kirby Smart ain't going to be up 20-3 on Alabama no more. Because everybody's saying, oh, once Nick Saban, he's 70, he retired. Dabo Swindon took that spot. He the number one top dog. You stick with that shit, motherfuckers pass you back. And he's not relinquishing. And I'm going to tell you something about Dabo Sweeney. Sweeney. He's fishing in your fucking pool. He's in your creek. He's in your street and your river. Deshaun Watson came from Gainesville. Goddamn sunshine come from Cartersville. He's here in Georgia recruiting. Well, all of them do that. The problem, the problem is, the problem for Georgia is... I know all of them do that, but I'm saying we're losing top-tier talents. Listen. That close? How, how they got you letting them get away from you? Well, Sunshine and Justin Fields came out the same year, so you only going to get one. Problem is, they didn't keep the one they got. True. You know what? Let's start. Let's stick with this. Clemson got him, T- Trevor Lawrence. Georgia got Justin Fields. Same year. Clemson benched they fucking quarterback. They were five and on benched him and said, look, we got to go with Trevor Lawrence. Oh, that flat boy. They're black. They bitch truck Todd's boy there. That motherfucker won a game that was too close. And they bitched his ass. And, hey, Georgia, oh, let's deal with Jake Fromm. He can do. No. And you see the difference between the two is, is di- Trevor Lawrence done took them to a net stratosphere. Motherfuckers are lining up to go to Clemson now. And Georgia is this and this saying, hey, we can beat. Maybe we can beat Florida now. Maybe we can't. But we're going to get to Alabama at some point. Alabama ain't the standard no more. The standard is Clemson in Ohio State. Alabama going to be around because Nick Saban just that good. But you chasing the wrong motherfuckers if you chasing Alabama. And that's what we're doing. That's what all. That's that's what every last one of us are doing. We keep chasing the wrong motherfucker, just like just like the Hawks. 
you're building your team trying to make a knockoff Warriors, right? You keep chasing the wrong motherfucker. That's how you go and get, and no disrespect, and as good as he is, that's how you draft Luka Dunnage, but trade him for Trey Young because you're looking for Steph Curry instead of a fucking Hall of, of, a Hall of Fame talent. But that's what we do, right? We go for that. We always hit. We always going the wrong way and doing the wrong thing. Everybody, you going down the wrong hallway. Everybody's going, hey, this is the wrong way. It's a dead end. We're going this way. You're like, ah, but not for me. Let's it. apply that with the Atlanta Falcons. Everybody getting young, dynamic quarterbacks. Don't give a damn about a receiver. Not us. Not us. We're we, we going back to that old Saints way of doing things. And it doesn't even work for the Saints. Think about the league don't pass the Saints by. Right. What are the Saints? Three and two? They're going to go to the playoffs and lose if they make the playoffs. The league has passed these motherfuckers by. What and what? Me and you talked about this, and we said on the different end of the spectrum of it. You don't go get Steve Sarkeesian, and then you don't replace him with Dirk Carter. The league passed him by when he was in Tampa. This, you, anybody who knows football could have seen this coming. You will get one of these young boys around them motherfuckers who pitching and catching and let that happen. You go find the next Sean McVay. You go find the next. You had Matt LaFleur. You make him the offensive coordinator. No, you want to go get a name, just a motherfucking name. Steve Sarkeesian. How well did that work? Dirk Cutter. How well has this shit worked? We're spending our tires. We're chasing the wrong thing. This is stupid. You the fine ho, you the fine ho who done got chubby who's still talking about motherfucker like you fine. You need to be talking motherfucker how you got your own business, how you cooking clean, how you ain't got no kids. You pushing the wrong things. Falcons, the Atlanta team pushed the wrong things. And it, as long as we're doing that, we're going to be in a fucked up situation. And as long as the fa- Huh? Lisa this week. I said Lisa this week. Because all that happened again this week, and if you and all if again this week, and you said it best, people understand violence and money. What these motherfuckers should do is not go to a fucking Braves game. If you boycott just one game as a fan base, which would never happen, but hey, we aren't spending money until we win. Even if you don't boycott a game, hey, we only filling up ten percent of it. If we, as a group, as a city, we demanded more, we would get more. We don't demand shit. All these motherfuckers just right here want to just have a good time. Fuck all that. Shit trash. That you see what happened when the Red Sox lose. I'm sorry. You see what happened when the Red Sox fucking lose. If the Red Sox ain't in the World Series, it's hell to pay. Right. Yankees too. They ain't in the World Series, it's hell to pay. The Dodgers, they were finna fight that motherfucker last year. After he went to what he went to the World Series or what they went to, they went somewhere and lost, and they were finna fight his ass. No, they lost to the uh, it wasn't the Cardinals, it was the Nationals. They lost to the Nationals in the NLCS. Yeah, they lost in the NLCS. Heads got a roll when you're a winning organization. They've been talking about getting rid of. Think about this. Before this year, the last couple years, they've been talking about getting rid of Mike Tomlin in Pittsburgh. 
Think about that now. Championship, Super Bowl coach, quarterback out, you know all the stuff that's going on. Hey, that don't fly. Hey, we got a tradition around here. Meanwhile, when they talking about getting rid of a winning coach, we were still holding on to a losing coach. <laughs> One more year, Arthur Blank. We're seeing the continuity of the team. That's why we're keeping it one more time. Why? It don't. I don't know. Mike McCarthy. That motherfucker was losing it. Huh? I don't even know why they even have Mike McCarthy. Dallas is stupid to get Mike McCarthy. But Green Bay let him go. That motherfucker was losing in the playoffs every year. He wasn't losing with bad records. No motherfucker going to the playoffs and losing. Hey, he's not the one to get the job done. Because think about that. Our goal now, here's how backers, the Falcons is. The goal is to get to the playoffs. How is the goal getting to the playoffs when you've been to the Super Bowl? That makes no sense. Only in Atlanta you have that kind of backwards thinking. And it's the same team. You have the same quarterback, the same nucleus. And now you went to the Super Bowl a few years ago. And after going 7-9, your goal is to get into the playoffs? That, what kind of thinking is that? That's ass backwards. But, you know, that's what we do. That's what we do as a, as a fan base, which goes back to what I was saying this weekend. The only team that won was a team you don't want to win. Somebody put on Facebook that the wrong team won. You want the Braves to win. You need the Falcons to lose. We're trying to get draft picks. What did the Falcons do? Now here they come. Fuck out of here. Shit was ridiculous. Shit was ultra. Was you know what the Falcons going to fucking do? Finish seven and fucking nine. What if they did that dumbass shit? I know what if. Or even worse, finish 4 and 12, like you said, and finish outside the top five at number six. That's what they're going to do. I, I think that's what they're going to do because they're not good. But now the motherfuckers rally behind, behind Raheem Morris. Who you like? Because it was cold. Well, I did like I do like Raheem Morris. I don't like him. I don't listen. Raheem Morris was on that same, was on that fucking culture staff with Dan Quinn, man. I don't like none of them motherfuckers. I want all of them gone. I want everybody. I was talking to Pot the other day. I want everything in that motherfucker gone. Like, I would have to, I would clean that motherfucker up. You would think I was a janitor if I was in charge of that team. All I'm going to be loving that team is the fucking desk, and that motherfucker be on thin ice. That's how I want everybody out of the Falcons organization. Everybody. Why is Rich McKay even here? Why? I don't get it. I don't want none of them bombs. All of them are losers. And that's what Atlanta's sports team is full of losers. You think I care about Acuna and all them, Freddie Freeman? The fuck is Freddie Freeman one? What has he done? So? Who the fuck is Matt? So wet. On all these bonds, man. It's time to rehaul. It's time to do a complete overhaul of Atlanta sports. They better get rid of Kirby Smart. Because if you went 18, ain't nobody going to do 18 more years like they did with Mark Rick. What was it, 16 years with Mark Rick? Oh, they going to do 16. He's an alumni, and he got them close. That's all you need. 
George is gonna go he good enough to be in the conversation, not good to never need to really win anything. They saying the same shit about George. They were just saying with Jake from. Hey, when we get to Alabama State, we almost there. What are y'all talking about? Y'all mo- Kirby Smart and George and I had top three classes for the past. I ain't know he was here as long as he was. He been here like five or six years. Yeah, it had to be something like that because that Super Bowl was in 2016. That motherfucker been here for, they've had top tier team recruiting classes every year. What more do you need? Clearly it's coaching. He's in his sixth year right now. Or his fifth year, excuse me. Right now. You know. Hey, man. What are you? I mean, he's going to figure just, he going to be just enough to give you hope that they can win the national championship every year. He going to finish just enough. Just good enough. I do the same shit they've been doing. But that's Georgia team, right? Just good enough. Maybe. Hopefully. If. Mike can. If it falls right. This is now. Well, we got a lot to build on. That, that, that talk turns into, well, we got something to build on. I'm proud of how we played. And that's what you hear. Hey, that's what happened. It goes from, yeah, it, this is the, this is how this shit go. This is the pendulum. Well, we looking good. But we can get it done. Boy, did we, you, you seen them the other day? Well, I'm telling you, we the best. To, oh, no. Not again. Well, at least, well, if we would have, well, next year we'll. That's how that shit go every year, man. Fuck that shit. Hey, you thought about looking for a new team? Well, damn, I'm I'm about like you. I just don't do as much. Like, I'm just not in the sports like I was in the sports. Like, I watch it. Like, I'm watching it. Like, I'm not like you. You've almost become totally detached. Like, I'm watching it. I enjoy watching sports, but, like, I'm not going to jump off and go to a hop on another dick. I'm not doing that. It's just I'm not just, I'm not invested anymore, so I can just watch. I can just watch the period of sports because I'm not invested. But I'm not going for none of that dumb shit, man. I don't. Falcons, Hawks, Bulldogs, Tech, man, them motherfuckers don't have, they don't get, they don't do it for me. It's just like a. Motherfucker just erectile dysfunction. You could you could jack that shit all you want to. You could get the baddest bitch you can find. Case in point, you are not about to goddamn get hard. You are not fucking the night, sir. And that's what the goddamn Atlanta sports is. I have no feeling for them clowns. I don't give a damn. You see how we talk? You see how we talk? We talk off of this. You see how every hard shit don't went? Since we've really been diehard into the shit. Like we were diehard sports fanatic. Then we diehard Atlanta fanatics. Just like from 2012, how we how the narrative changed with us. Man, I can't believe we lost, man. Why we? Nobody give a shit, man. We lost. Did you? And it goes from we lost to did you expect us to win? You know what I'm saying? Who expected us to win? When we was up three one, I was about to post. Braves go 28-3. Let's see how this turns out. Didn't even get a chance to post before them bombs gave it up. Way to go, Braves.
bottom note, football is looking good. What do you think about this? What do you think about this Derrick Henry motherfucker? I think he. I think he. Again, I think Tennessee's a, a severely flawed team, and I think that what's going to happen with them is what's going to always happen. Like I, I don't think they could beat Kansas City, and I don't think they could beat Baltimore. They can't be more than that. They only they can be Pittsburgh. They are flawed. They're not good. I'm just talking about Derrick Henry. I think he's good. Yeah, a lot of stupid. I think he's good, but I think a lot of it too is like I think he's good. Let me say it like that. So I, I yeah, like yeah. if you look at we probably should do a running back crown thing. And like if you think of like in our lifetime who had the crown. Walter Payne was the first with the crown, right? And you know Barry Sanders and Smith. Yeah, Barry. I say Barry because it's only one. So, like, you know, using it since I've been watching The Wire, Barry Sanders with Marlowe and, you know, Emmitt Smith with Avon Barksdale, if you want to look at it like that. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, I don't think there was a crown after that to AP. Well, I think. LT. LT. LT held the crown for a minute, then AP came into it. I agree. I think since AP, there's been no real crown. I think. Derrick Henry is wearing the crown. But I think the crown is really weak right now. Well, they're trying to crown Christian McCaffrey. That's who they want to crown. No, but he ain't Derrick Henry. Well, the, well, the thing with Christian McCaffrey is just they, uh, they use him. Their offense is so predicated around him. When you look at like running backs, he's not the guy who you look at me like, boy, he can run them. He is. But his number's going to be crazy. He's I mean, he just volume, right? Like, you give somebody a thousand chances, they're going to have a decent numbers, right? So, I mean, that's just all. That's what he was in college. That's what he is as a pro. Somebody who's going to get high volume, not going to change the game. Right. And that's what he is. But that goddamn Derrick Henry is. He ain't, he's, he's a cheat code. He ain't fair. There's no way you should be that big and be that fast. That man just took a 95-yarder last year. He outran DB. But he's the size of a lineman. Like, I can't say I, I don't know. I don't know if I've seen nothing like that, to be honest with you. I don't know. I'm not that big. Yeah, but he's still not on that AP. Uh, the people we talk about on that crown level, he still ain't on their level. Like, you've seen big backs and you've seen scat backs. I don't know if we, have we seen somebody like this? Like, we haven't seen, like, Barry and like that, like, a looseness. But have you seen, like, somebody with, have you seen somebody that big, that strong, that fast? No, nah, but that would you big. say he better than AP? No. Would you say he better than LaDainian Thomason? No. Would you say he better than Emmett or Barry? No. Would you say he better than Walter Payton? Hell no. No. So I'm saying, like, as far as great as he is, he's not there. I may say he's better than like Earl Campbell. Yeah, but they're going way before time we even seen. I have never seen Earl Campbell, honestly. Well, I don't remember seeing him. So, like. Yeah, I don't see, like, I like him. I don't know. He's, he's, he's there. He's something, though. He's something. I'll tell you what I wish he was. Which, going back to what I was saying, too. The way the Falcons are using Tyler Girl is also, it's just, uh, boy. I don't want to get started on that shit. I don't want to get started on that shit. I don't want to, because that, that's what's going to make me upset. But Ty Gurley and Darren Henry's stats are pretty much the same this year. Here's the thing. No, Ty, 
And they're here had more last than Ty Gurley probably had the whole season. Ty Gurley number six in rushing. He ain't even ran the ball a hundred times yet. He number six in the league. I'm looking at it right now. Number six in the league in rushing. They literally have Derrick Henry got six touchdowns. Todd Gurley got five. Derrick Henry got 580 yards. Todd Gurley got 430 yards on 40 less carries. Yeah, you got to see how they run. They misuse him like a motherfucker. It's so big. I know it's good. It, it shows he's back. But, like, the fact, again, Dirk Cutter, just, the league is past these motherfuckers by. And we're just a team who, I go back to San, De- San Francisco. I, I really go back to the Sacramento Kings and some of these other teams. And was it the Magic? The Orlando Magic. When they had Dwight Howard and they beat, who was it? They beat LeBron. No, it was one team. They beat one specific, lost to one specific team in basketball. Tried to make a way for that team, and then they lost to somebody else. Actually, with the Cavs, they lost the ball. They kept losing the ball. They beat, yeah, they beat, they beat LeBron. That one, when, I think that that one when they went and played. Um, who was that? Kobe? Them. That was LeBron who they beat. Because right, yeah, the White House. Them. That's what happened. LeBron kept. They Cleveland kept trying to because they lost to Boston, and they built the team specifically to beat Boston. The White House them came up and beat the Cavs. Right. Like, I just think the game done passed the Falcons by. Sometimes the game passed motherfuckers by. Nobody in that building is under. The NFL is full of motherfuckers under 30 now, I mean, under 40, which means a different mindset, a different way of things, blase this, blase that. The motherfuckers who are thriving are young. Meanwhile, we're old. They come with such an old school way of doing things, man. Like, that shit look like it's in the nineties. How we're trying to run this shit. Like you can play conventional football. Like you can do either or. Either be like new and improve or master conventional. And we're like in the middle. We're not, we're doing neither. That's why that shit look like that. If you're gonna do it, then do it. Do the rain game. Get your goddamn bell cow back. Do that shit. But don't be right here stuck in limbo. We want to throw it 35 times, and we're going to run it 12 times. Like, get the fuck out of here. That's just, that's just terrible. I think Tiger has been really good this year. I just think that, again, he's not, he's not, you just said the best. They're not using him right. He's not right for well. They're not utilizing him right. He looks like Ty Gurley. I'm looking at the game. The motherfucker look like Ty Gurley. They're not using him right. Like they gave him, he went the fuck off. Got over 100 yards, he was running that shit. What game was that? Maybe like a week or two ago. He only had like 11 carries. Think about this. The first half of every game, he was dominating. And they quit running them after the first half. And they quit running them. It's like, you know how they play? They play him how the Clippers play Kawhi. They play him how the Pelicans use Zion. That pitch count. You know, trying to trying to meander him through, and you can't even do that. You can't do that with running backs at all because he catch a rhythm. Like, that's how they're playing him. That shit looks like he's on a, and it's not even like he's asking for it. It's like they're just taking him out. Like a lot of teams, I've been saying that though with this whole back by committee shit. A lot of these niggas do that shit. They they'll just start taking out backs just to make sure they man run that motherfucker till he hurt or he tired. That's it. Everyone start this. We got three backs. We're going to use them all. Uh, San Francisco. 
Shakira Shanahan major in that shit. Mozart and all them other motherfuckers. Tevin Coleman. It's like fucking three, four backs. Run Mozart, you will be a better team. Mozart, the best back for that system. Run him. Run him. Don't don't start running him because you got the other two. Run him till you can't run him. Let me tell you something. Brian Hill and Nito Smith does not deserve a fucking snap <laughs> behind the center with Ty Girl on this team. It's like clear as day. You can see it. They don't deserve a fucking snap. So why are you taking them out? Three, four plays, then bring them back in. Like, it just makes no sense what they're doing. It makes no sense. But again, that goes back to the mismanagement of team. It goes back to, you know... That's just how the Falcons do business. Any more thoughts when we wrap up on the Atlanta sports teams? Because we've been all over the map. Of course there's some more thoughts. And here's the last one. Fuck them as usual. On the bigger and better things, man. Uh, fuck them. Thank you guys for listening. This has been DigitalDaren.com. No, no, you know what? Hold on. Let me say this, too. Because I got to get this one for my boy, man. The legend. They don't deserve our fanhood. Thank you, My God. dad died rooting for them bitches. I got to give all the one the MOB would say. And all that shit is true. Fuck them folks, man. Thank you guys for listening. This has been DigitalDaren.com. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend.